Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone, this is Donovan Bailey and welcome, welcome back uh, to Season 2 of Running Things. Just a quick, short uh, bit of housekeeping. Uh, number one, I want to say, uh, I want to thank Simon Jane uh, for being my co-host uh, in season one. Uh, Simon's going off to do bigger and greater things. And when you see Simon or hear of him doing any great projects, I'm hoping uh, that you all go out and support him. But on to bigger and better things right now. I want to introduce uh, my new co-host, a man that's very, very uh, popular and very well known in the sporting community, definitely in Canada. Uh, my good brethren, Jason Portwando. Jason, welcome. Appreciate it. And it, the first time you told me about this, I was like, hmm, a chance to work with a living legend, icon, Hall of Famer, racing greatness. I can't say no. Oh, geez. But Thank this, you, man. This is not about, <laughs> but you know, as you know, this is not about work. This is about friendship, family. You know, brotherhood. Absolutely. I appreciate Absolutely. this opportunity. And by the way, even Tom Brady followed in somebody's footsteps, and, and he's made it okay since, right? So I believe Tom is doing all right. All right, yes, yeah, I yeah, believe, and, and, I, and I think that we're going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. gone on this road a few times. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy and, and, and well aware of the great things that we have in the future. Looking forward to running things with Donovan <laughs> Bailey. Run things, absolutely. Big shout out to ACAS powering this in every episode. So usually you like to start out kind of lighthearted, but right. let's just hit it right off the top. You being black, me being black, racism is something we've both dealt with. Absolutely. And it will never go away, but it's hard to fathom that we are in 2022 and it's still very relevant. Well, you know what? You know what? Yeah. You know, unfortunately, that's actually mm. where, that's actually where we are. I mean, I, and I think that sometimes, uh, you know, obviously we're going to well, let's touch on the, the Subban family. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, let's touch on that okay. uh, because, again, starting season two, I, I'm, I, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, at least start on that. Uh, one, it is extremely important uh, to listen to people who are living life through the lens of that they see through and and I think the the Subin family how how they've uh, how they've handled uh, the, the 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 racism uh, that they've been dealt in the hockey world uh, is is something that I think most people should look at as what class and culture looks like uh, you know an amazing family 
amazing hockey family. Uh, but more importantly, uh, you know, you see PK get out there and he's playing. And he, first of all, he's doing all the right things on mm-hmm. the ice and doing all the right things off the ice. And, I, you know, I saw an interview with him the other day and, and, and I'm saying to the eloquence in which he's speaking to the media and speaking to the public about what it is that should be happening and the help that we need and the fact that, uh, you know, systematic racism still exists, uh, you know, institutional racism still exists and, and, and just, and just blatant racism still exists is, is something that, as you said, Jason, we should not be dealing with this in 2022. And, and, and ultimately I think that, uh, you know, I use my platform to at least speak against it. You use your platform, PK uses platform. And I definitely have to commend the people that continue to highlight, uh, the peop- the other people out there who feel that they are bigger and better than anybody else. Backstory. Those of you who don't know the situation, we're talking ECHL, East Coast Hockey League. Now, PK's got a couple of brothers that are hockey players as well. Malcolm plays net for the Buffalo Sabres. We're talking about the youngest of the PK family. This being Jordan Subban, plays for Carolina, was taking on Jacksonville, the Iceman, Bit of a melee, bit of a scrum, ended up having a fight. And one of the players from Jacksonville, a defenseman by the name of Jacob Panetta. Jacob Panetta, remember that name. Did what he said was like a muscle man pose. Okay. But that's not the way Jordan and many others interpreted it. It was more of a monkey type of movement. Obviously a racial gesture. And this is what set off Jordan. Absolutely. And it was great to see that his teammates had his back. I can tell you, as a result of this, he is now off the team. He's no longer part of that team. He's off the squad. And they're continuing to look into this. But you spoke of PK being a black man. It's even harder when you're a black man playing a predominantly white sport. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's a couple of things that I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Uh, We live in a time... Uh, where every single person with a smartphone is a journalist. Right. Uh, technology, you know, surrounds us. And I can't understand that if someone is actually making any sort of gesture or speaking or sending a tweet out or doing some sort of Instagram post that they themselves are that big of idiots that they don't really understand that this is being recorded somewhere. So, yes, I mean, you know, uh, I don't I don't understand in this day and age why it is that uh, one, you do something stupid and then you're trying to make an excuse. Now, at the end of the day, you are going to pay the piper, man. And that's really what it is. And, and again, the eloquence in which the family has dealt with it, I really love that. And also, uh, we must, uh, you know, commend uh, the, the media at, at large who are carrying this and understanding that there's a need for, for there's a need for conversation. That's number one for me. It's always been the case. Uh, Jason, you live through those lens. You certainly mm-hmm. have, I'm very certain that you have a um, hundred stories during your lifetime oh, of, yeah. of, 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 of people, uh, you know, denying you or, or, or looking at you differently because of, of what you look like. And, you know, certainly I, I'm no different. Teflon, Absolutely. gotta be it. Just, just let it slide. Well, just, it's, just let it slide. It's great. It's. I. I, I think it. It also becomes uh, uh, cultural. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and 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 I. I think when I, when I look when I said the Subban family earlier, I think that most the cliche story of uh, and and this is the cliche story that 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 I think that a whole lot of. Um, the average normal society, we'll say normal, and I'll put that in brackets, 
uh, society is that the, the the cliche black family is that there is a there's a mom that that that's that's wayward and a dad who is not at home, and you know I came from a family just like the 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 Subban family, and that's what I'm saying about strength. You had a mother who would die for her children, and you had a father who would kill <laughs> for 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 his children, and and so uh, you just want the very best for those kids, so you teach them manners and respect. And that's and and one of the things I've always said about those kids, as I would, uh, you know, about you know a lot of my friends and the parents that I see them, um, the, the the parents that I see them from, is that there's structure, uh, and manners and respect, and that's why all of that, that's why there's always a, a a massive level of success with with these people. I mean, the, the cliche family is not, uh, you know, wayward, uh, but the structure that's instilled with people, especially those from the Caribbean. So not everybody's like the Cosby's? You're trying to, you're trying to tell me that, that it doesn't just work like that? Well, I mean, hey, uh, hey, uh, they, not everybody is like the Cosby's. Oh, well, I mean, hey, God. are they? But that was, that was uh, yeah, let, let, that's, that's, another, that's another story. Um, I'm definitely, I thought Bill was pretty funny back in there, but there's been some issues since then, right? But on a serious tip now, you competed in a sport where you saw other black athletes. right. Hockey, it's getting there, but it's not there yet. So what would your message be as a professional athlete to young men, young women that are of color, that want to play in the NHL, want to play in a women's professional hockey league, and are going to face things like this? What would your message be to them on how to stay resilient? Well, my message has always been to, to kids, uh, um, is is n- number one. You have to the characteristics that you're going to have to succeed are the exact same: uh, hard work, discipline, okay. focus. Uh, you got to have manners. You got to have respect. You got to pay homage to the people that were there before you. Now, uh, when I think of hockey, I actually can relate to. Uh, you know, I can. I'd pick up the phone and I'd call my good friend uh, Anson Carter, and, and then I'd call um, Kevin Weeks. You know, I'd call a couple of the guys who know the sport, who've also been through like wars. Right. And they got to the top of their game. So one of the great things is that I know I have a network of incredible athletes my age that I can call to and speak to those kids. So anyone that's playing hockey, uh, definitely look out for someone like Kevin Weeks, who is still a success to this day and continues to be. Anson is still a success. Look at someone like P.K. Subban, who is actually doing amazing things on and off and uh, on and off the rink. And 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 for me as a as an athlete, I I, I competed in an individual sport. Right. So the so in order for me to be successful, believe me, there should not be and cannot be any lack of uh, self-esteem. So it's, it's very important for you to surround yourself with the greatest people, work hard, understand what you need to get done, uh, figure out, uh, you know, uh, surround yourself with the great people, work hard and uh, have great teammates and, and, uh, and, you know, great coaches, support those people and you'll be just fine. Yes or no question. Did you ever get to a point where you nearly cracked because of something Something somebody either said to you, wrote to you, threatened you, whatever, because of color. Absolutely, Jason. Okay. That happens. <laughs> I said yes or no. I don't believe absolutely no, 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 was in no, there. No, no, wait. Let, hold, hold on. Let, okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, I will not say yes nor no. I'll say absolutely. Okay, perfect. That's the end. Okay, all right. Fair enough. And you mentioned Anson Carter. Let's tie it up by saying he's part of the NHL's diversity and inclusion, inclusion program. Right. Right. So 
It's great to see the NHL. I think $5 million they put towards it last year. They're working on it. They realize they have a problem. And oh, by the way, on the heels of this, in the AHL, same sort of thing happened recently. Right. The player was suspended some 30 games. Or Dude, like I, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, I, I hear this. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's, I have a couple of friends that uh, that their daughters and sons play. Right. In, like, I'm talking about like 12 to 14-year-old kids. And I, I didn't really understand that that kids are kids 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 yeah. are still being and kids caught. don't see color by the way and the, the kids are awesome because they don't see they want right. to just play the sport and go right. hang out with their friends I didn't realize I know I I didn't realize that kids are still being called the N word today twenty twenty two right kids children our children that's nuts. By the way, that word also used as part of that scene in Jacksonville with that game versus South Carolina. That's absurd, man. Let's talk a little football. And there's a lot to digest. Obviously, we've now reached the conference round. We're down to the final four. But let's back things up a little bit because January known for a lot of things. Right, right. Mental right, health right. being one of them. Antonio yeah. Brown. Obviously, there's a lot more going on than just what you see on the surface. Phenomenal athlete. Right. When you see someone quit on their team in the middle of a game, and the way he did it, something something just not right. You know, uh, listen, you, uh, you and I have I've spoken about this, and 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 certainly the, a lot of my friends and I have spoken about it. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know Antonio Brown. Uh, right. I've never met him. Never met the man. But clearly, I mean, I can read, and I, and and I'd certainly I can watch. Uh, but. Uh, a couple of things that I don't like. Yes, there, there are a lot of things happening uh, with him, but but I, I I don't like a player to quit on 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 his team, right? I just, I just how he walked off, mm-hmm. I, I did not like that. Especially, uh, you know, he's been in you know a few uh, situations, and and uh, and and I think that uh, the great Tom Brady kind of said, you know, come into the fold, whatever it is that 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 happened with you before. All you got to do is catch the ball, man. Play football, catch the ball. Now, whatever happened, again, I do not know. I haven't gotten to the, the um, you know, Jay, Jason, you probably will get uh, deeper in the story than, mm-hmm. than, I, than I will. But I'm saying to you, quitting on your team is not a good thing, right? That's number one. Right. And, 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 and I think that, you know, I've read later uh, that, um, so that was not cool for me. Uh, I, so I, and I think later on, I think that um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had said something like uh, they want to give him a couple hundred thousand dollars to, to kind of take care of his mental health. One, I think he should take the money. Uh, two, uh, I think he should uh, definitely seek some help and some advice in mental health. One of the things, uh, you know, as a, a, a six foot two, two hundred and twenty pound black man, yes, our our uh, culture will say is that uh, we are supposed to man up. And, 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 and not talk about our feelings and not talking about the demons and not talking about things that are happening with us. And I'm saying to him, uh, if he listened to me, is that, uh, you know, hey, uh, it's not, it, it's definitely not, it's ne- it was not cool for us to go and, and, and speak about our feelings and get some advice. It's definitely cool now. Right. Uh, because what we have to do is, one, speak about this to become productive members of society and also, you know, just play your role on the team so that, you know, the team can win. <laughs> we don't have to dig too deep into it because mostly everyone out there realizes what happened. He was told to get in the game. He said, my ankle's not good. I'm right. not going in. Bruce Arians, head coach of Tampa Bay, then said, well, get out of here type thing. And he took it literally right. and left the field. And obviously we know the rest of the story. Ouch. But yeah. as much as sports obviously is a physical thing, 
the mental fortitude, the mental side of it. People don't talk about that enough, in my opinion, because you've got to be mentally strong as well. Obviously, the physical part we get, right. but the mental side, and I'm glad that mental awareness now, mental health is becoming more, you know, of a headline. Right. Because it needs to be. Well, it does, uh, Jason. I think that the... the I think that the 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 issue that that sometimes people forget uh, is that when you watch uh, athletes or, or 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 actually when you watch anyone that is at the highest that is at the highest level of success, uh, you have to understand. We'll we'll go with athletes first, and I'll speak about maybe the track and field exactly. Okay. You're you're seeing at the, at the at the start of a, a hundred meter, whether it's woman or men or whatever, uh, you're seeing the greatest human specimen, physical human specimen that's that that exists in the world today. That's usually what you see in the finals. Now the difference between the guy, uh, the guy or the woman uh, coming first and the one coming eighth, a lot has to do with what's in what's between your ears. And I think that uh, you know when we when we speak about you know, physical tools. We understand that there's incredible human specimens out there, but uh, men- mental is uh, mental has to be number one. And it's the same thing that goes with uh, the guys that play football. It might be the same thing that goes with uh, you know a, a, a CEO running a corporate, uh, you know, running a Fortune 500 company. It's the exact same thing. Same level of confidence. Same level of self-esteem. Same level of preparationness. I mean, you know, you 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 usually. First place and eighth place is usually only separated by your mental, mental strength and, and, and your clearly, uh, you know, your surroundings and your buildup. Did you have access to guys like that for mental help? I mean, obviously you had physical and strength conditioning coaches, all of that we get, but did you have any type of mental support? Well, well, you know what? I actually had mental support, but, okay. uh, but, but I'm saying to you that my mental support was, was, was uh, you know, unlike uh, a clinical way where, you know, you go and see a, a sports psychologist. My dad uh, was a guy that I, I could reach to and, and we could have a conversation about anything. And then, uh, you know, off the, off the base of that, uh, my coach and I had an incredible, have, I should had, have an incredible relationship right. even to this day. So we can sit and have a conversation. We can dialogue about anything and 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 so uh you know walking towards uh the finals and and you know it's giving me his pep talk it wasn't necessarily a pep talk it's a nice calm conversation about the work that i put in and now i'm here so go get it done mentally strong i mean i watch and i think of tiger yes everything he and his dad went through absolutely he prepared tiger for every scenario basically possible out there right and if you can do it mentally physically as an athlete, you'll know sometimes that's the easier part. Well, that's well, Jason. This is what I'm saying. I mean, when I look at when I look at the relationship, like with Tiger and his dad. I mean, my my father was not at my uh, track meets in high school. Was not at mm-hmm. my basketball games in high school. But believe me, when I got home, he, uh, he was there. And, and belligerent. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, Jamaican dad. I get you, dude. I'm telling you. I mean, and and, and we know that he never missed one day. Uh, anytime there's a student parent meeting. Uh, you know, uh, you know, parent teaches me. Sorry, he would do never miss one day. But I'm just trying to tell you that that my father prepared me to be successful in whatever it is I was doing, and and he preached that every single day. So sports really was just another one of those things. So whether or not I was going to be in business, I'm going to be in sports, I was going to do whatever. Um, you know, my father, my parents prepared me. Uh, to, you know, to be my greatest me. 
Brown got the last laugh, by the way, on the Bucks, because obviously they're now out. <laughs> We're down to the final four, and that does not include the defending champions. You know, what we saw recently now as we move to the field, in terms of that playoff game between Buffalo and Kansas City, I don't think the Super Bowl won't be as good as that game. But it's the way it ended that has a lot of people talking about, does the NFL need to change it's overtime rule, especially in the playoffs. Man, listen, I, I, I okay, this is there's there's such an incredible weekend of sports, and yes, uh, we know that it was the last person that got the football, the last the last team that got the football uh, was gonna be was gonna be the winner. Right. I mean, I don't know. You know what? You know what's really funny? I I appreciated the rule today, but I kind of feel that if Buffalo got the ball back we'd still be watching the game today. You know, I kind of feel that there's going to be 50 overtimes with those two guys. And it's very, very clear that Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes, both of these guys are going to be, there's going to be like a, it's going to be Brady, Manning, you know, whoa, whoa, part whoa. two. I don't know about that. Well, well, hey, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm telling I hope you, it is, but. Well, I can only. Those are some big shoes. I can only. I'm talking about. I'm talking about shootouts. Right. <laughs> I'm, talking, right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about accolades yet. I'm talking about shootouts. I'm saying to you that you got two young guys, who are incredible at their craft. Yep. Who want to be even better at their craft, and I'm certainly looking forward to shootout. But as far as as far as the game, as far as the game itself, uh, you know, yes, I, you know, I was a little torn. Uh, I'm a Raider, so uh, you know it didn't really matter to me whether or not whether who won or not. I'm an Eagle, so <laughs> well then there I you go. feel you, right? So it didn't matter, but the game right. was incredible, and I mean I don't know what you think about the rules, but but I'm I'm I'm, I'm a little on the fence because I I I mean I like the rules, uh, but definitely Josh Allen does not. I don't blame him, <laughs> and if Pat Mahomes when he was on the other side of that, he didn't like it either. Traditionists will say, and I get it, stop them. Right. First of all, it should have never even gotten overtime. You got 13 seconds left. You let them go basically 50 nice. yards to set up the, <laughs> the, the game-tying field goal by butt. Yeah, anyways, for me, uh, it, it's tough. I'm going to say they should change it, at least one possession Ouch. each. Because here's a stat for you. Since 2012 in the playoffs, the team that has won the coin toss, 10-1. Right. and one. Good. 10-1. and one. So you win the coin toss, you basically are winning the game. The only team that was able to not win and then win was the Rams. I don't know if you remember that game. The Rams were playing at New Orleans. They lost the toss. Drew Brees and company got the ball first. Drew threw a pick. Rams got a Greg Zerline field goal, went on to win that game. They're the only one. So to me, when the coin toss, heads or tails, is deciding football games, I don't like that. I realize you can stop them, but I would just like to see each team possess the ball at least once, just the playoffs. This is this is incredible. Listen to this guy; it's an encyclopedia for God's sakes. <laughs> no, uh, you know what? Listen. I didn't study this hard in school. <clears throat> yes, that that's pretty good. I'm, but I got to tell you, um, yeah, I, I got to tell you, I I think that in in sports mm-hmm. and uh, in success, uh, there's always a little smidgen of luck. Okay. Right. For sure. There's always a little. Sm- I mean, I was in Atlanta. It was a nice day. It was. It was. You know, it was thirty degrees outside or eighty, whatever the conversion is, and and it was nice fall on wind. That's a little bit of luck. It could have been raining. Right. Right. So I'm thinking that you don't like a sloppy track. 
Uh, well, I, 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 nah, you know what? No, I, listen, I ran in Helsinki. It was 55 degrees, my man. Ooh. You know, and, 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 you know, I, I ran See, in that, some. That would make me run faster. I don't know I'm about cold. that. I, you, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm a novice when it comes to that. Uh, right. uh, unfortunately, that's not how it works. But yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, yes, uh, with every single sport. Right. Uh, there's certainly a bit of luck. So, I mean, the, sure. rule, the rule that's in place right now is, is for me, it's not necessarily a bad one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tom Brady. Should he retire? Is it time? How did you know when it was time? I mean, your sport's a little bit different because Absolutely. when you're not keeping up and you're not running as fast as right. the others, you get it. Right. But Tom Brady as a quarterback, you know, a little bit different. I am as an individual athlete. Right. Uh, you know, my well, well, let's just say my, we'll compare my body to someone like Tiger. It's an individual athlete. It's a non-contact sport. When your body lets you down, and you know mentally you can continue because because you, you, well Jesse you know this in my head right now I feel I can go out and run nine point six seconds but I know it's going to be nine minutes and I know it's going to be nine minutes and I can run nine six <laughs> exactly it might be for fifty yards exactly. <laughs> I can run nine six exactly so but what I'm saying to you as an individual athlete when your body starts deteriorating when you get right. major injuries when things falling apart then you got to understand that it's time to pack it in. Okay, uh, but Tom is definitely different, and you know what? Someone like LeBron is very different because these guys are just they're they're they're, they're treating their body differently. They 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 therapy, nutrition, all of these things. Tom Brady, forget about how old he is. We don't even need to mention that okay. he's coming off one of the best years as a quarterback, and this and 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 the game of football right now is 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 uh, is. Uh, the game of football right now is is geared towards helping athletes, especially quarterbacks, play the game longer. And Tom Brady's coming off one of the greatest seasons that he's had. Okay. And and so so for me, I'm like, yo, old man, keep showing those young boys what to do, man. Get out there for another year. You can't walk off like this. No way. Walk off, at least fighting for the Super Bowl. Disagree. Not everybody is a Usain Bolt. Well, you can keep coming back and coming back and coming right. back and winning. I think Tom should have retired last year. Go out on Ouch, top. Really? You win the Super Bowl, go out on top. What more does he need? He doesn't need the money. That's true. His wife makes more than he does, actually. Yeah, I understand. Well, that's a good... See, that's that's fan, that's fantastic pairing. That's how that works. You know, Tom picked right. <laughs> um, you know, what I, I'm saying to you that uh, you, as an athlete, th- th- with the mind and brain of an athlete, you're always going to be competitive. I'm very certain that, you know, I transitioned back to business and now being in the boardroom, haggling about, you know, uh, you know, looking at a spreadsheet and, you know, talking about an IPO and all that. That's exciting, but it's not like competing on the, on, on your field of choice. So Tom, I mean, you might be right, Jason, maybe you should have walked off after he won the Super Bowl, but I'm saying that that comp- if he has that physical competitiveness, that's still deep in his body, Man, go one more year and see how it goes. I mean, I'm I'm very certain that he'll know when to walk off because again, the if he cannot throw the football, if if he can't drop back and throw the football or scramble a little bit, got it, shut it down. But he definitely can still do that. So I'm saying, one more year. All right, one more year. We'll see. Not gonna happen. <laughs> he will not win another Super Bowl. Oh, don't. You heard it here. Don't you wish that on the old. I'm not wish wishing that. it on him. Nah. I'm not wishing that on him. It's just facts. You don't think that Tampa Bay has a good enough good enough uh, team to make it in? No. Okay. So One and done. He should have retired. Do you think that if Antonio Brown was on the on the field, uh, Tampa Bay would be playing this week? 
might have made them win one more game. Uh, okay. I don't see it happening. Uh, I, I could be wrong. We'll leave it there. <laughs> I do know this. When he gets to that point, first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, and listen. So that's we not, know that, right? That's not, let's, first exactly. of all, that's not, exactly. even, that's not even a mention. It, w- it was a mention. You want to know why? That's my segue to baseball. Ah. David Ortiz, first ballot. Boom, he's in. Big but that's poppy. not the big news. Congratulations to Big Poppy for sure. Absolutely. But Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, the door now officially shut. They will not get in. What's bigger news, them not getting in or Poppy getting in? You know what? It sucks for Poppy because he's such an incredible baseball player. Mm-hmm. And he got in. Likeable guy. Likeable guy. Uh, but I think, personally, that's the reason why those other three guys didn't. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Get in. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I mean, I think the rules of voting uh, with journalists voting to get these uh great baseball players in the Hall of Fame, uh, you've, you've got to change your rules somehow. I mean, you know that I cannot stand, uh, you know, I, I, you know I, I'm from a sport where uh, PEDs, uh, it, the, always the big news is PEDs, but also uh, what they should focus on is that the people that have done it right. So Big Poppy went in, he did it right. These other, th- these other three athletes, uh, there's no reason because of the numbers that they put up that they should not be in the Hall of Fame. You know, however, I guess the rules are the rules. And, 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 and ultimately, I have to kind of, unfortunately, I have to take, I have to stand on that side of it. The rules are the rules. But do I think that they should be in? Absolutely. I think that uh, these, here's, here's the compromise that I would say. I think that, I think that these three athletes should definitely be first round hall of famer and if anything put a small asterisk beside their name now we're talking now we're talking that's what that's that would be my compromise i don't know about you but even if i took performance enhancing drugs i'm not hitting 720 odd home correct correct it's i understand now there are different uses for drugs right it's not just about making you big making you strong helping your body recover quicker Right. You know all these things. I'm preaching to the choir. I get it. But for me, I really feel like if these three guys were more likable, mm-hmm. they'd be in. Roger Clemens said, hey, t- 10 years ago, I'm, I didn't play baseball to get into the Hall of Fame. I played because I love the game to pave the way for other athletes, other kids who you know dream, up, dream of being pitchers one day. That's what he spoke of. I really have a problem with these, ni- these uh, three guys not getting in. I could be wrong. That's just my opinion. 
Well, I guess I guess we're both agreeing. I mean, maybe we're disagreeing on the how, but I think that we're both agreeing that they do belong there. I think that it is it, the, these three athletes that did not get in are heroes to hundreds of thousands of young baseball players today. And ultimately, right. uh, ultimately, if you're just talking about the numbers, I, I realize again there are people voting. The other problem is, Jason, there's. There are people voting for athletes to be part of this exclusive club, right. and they have no concept of what it's like to be an athlete. No concept yep. about the work. Valid point. No concept about about you know the, the you know the 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 the, the work you got to put in the nutrition, the fact that you have to live every hour of every day as an athlete. That's that's an incredible incredible commitment so there so you have to maybe change some of those people that are voting to put these athletes in so I get, like i said if it's based solely on numbers these guys should have been in a long time ago even if you want to put a little asterisk to say we don't know how they got there but they did by the way ortiz does have a link to peds so we'll leave it there we'll leave it there <laughs> I can't believe it took this long into our first show together, Running Things with Donovan Bailey, brought to you by ACAST. We finally get to talk track and field. I know it's Woo. not the year. I know it's not the time of year for it, but the indoor season is that much closer. Milrose Games at the Armory. We're going to get Lamont back on. Not that big dummy. We're talking Lamont Jacobs. We're not going Sanford and Son. We're talking about Lamont Jacobs, the fastest man on the planet. Right. He's right around the corner from returning as well. So as much as, yes, track is known more for outdoors, obviously. Right. Once indoors start, you know, it gets the heart pumping. Well, listen, track is, first of all, I mean, that's, that's the number. Well, basketball is my number one, but number one love. But, but clearly, I mean, for all those people that love me, they know me for track. I, you know... All any time of year that I can speak on track and field, especially the good news about track and field, you know I love and enjoy that. Number one, as you just said, Jason, uh, the indoor season is starting, and last year, I mean, and and for those of you who maybe don't know, uh, the the number one sprinting nation in the world is Italy, right? <laughs> the number one that just rolls right <laughs> off your tongue, isn't that nice? <laughs> right, the number one sprinter in the world is Italian. The number one relay in the world is the Italian team and Forza, uh, Forza, Forza, Viva Italia. <laughs> um, and, and I've got to tell you that, you know, certainly after the Olympics last year, I think that, I mean, Lamont knew that I'm very certain that speaking of mental health, there's a whole slew of pressure, a lot of pressure on him after the games was done because he was a surprise winner for some, uh, at the Olympic games. And so he took time off, uh, you know, with his family, mm-hmm, went back into training, and he's returning. So he, in the next week or two, he's going to be putting it down uh, on the track. I think he's going to be in Lievon. I think it's in France. I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain. If not, uh, you know, if I, I stand, I stand, I can stand to be corrected. I'm okay. I have no problem with that. But Lamont Marcel Jacobs is going to be running the 60 meters indoors. I think the entire world is looking forward to that. But also, Kristen Coleman. Mm. Kristen Coleman, haven't seen him <laughs> almost two years. Kristen Coleman, who, who, um, who, you know, um, you know, and this, Kristen Coleman was suspended for a whereabouts, uh, a whereabouts. Um, how do you say that? Whereabouts? Well, okay. So just quickly, the story. It's a two-year ban. Right. They reduced it to eighteen months, not because he failed 
a drug test, but he f- he missed three of them mm. within a twelve month span. Right. And obviously, you're responsible, you know, for what goes into your body and for, you know. For where you are. Exactly. That, but that, that's the deal you sign. I mean, exactly. it, you know, I mean, like, listen, I think that um, Christian, you know, he served this time. First of all, I like Christian because he's an old school. He reminds me of the, like our old school track meets where, <laughs> where it wasn't about social media. It wasn't about, uh, you know, uh, selfies. He comes out. He sees his competitors. He looks them all in the eye. He breaks them all down. And then he takes their heart out, and then he leaves. You know that. So it reminds me of the good old days when we <laughs> went. That's how we used to compete. But uh, but back to the good news. Christian was suspended. Uh, he did not take any PDs. Clearly, uh, it, it was a whereabouts thing. Whereabouts finding where uh, it, drug testers show up somewhere, and he's not there, or he didn't respond to them. Whatever the the the, the, the issue is. He's back. I'm looking forward to him competing. Uh, you know, you've got... Um, uh, There's Bromel. The, well, Trevon Bromel, who, who was the fastest sprinter in the world Lyles. last year. Uh, you know, so you have, you have the top Americans, the top American sprinters lining up uh, in, in, in the States uh, next weekend. You know, so I'm definitely looking forward to track and field. And, and, and I'm, I'm hoping and looking forward to, as you know, I mean, we can never ever have conversations these days uh, without mentioning the two fastest women uh, in history, uh, for me personally, and the two fastest women in the world today. I'm certainly looking forward to uh, when Elaine meets Shelly again. I don't know if they're running indoors, but you know, for all the track and field fans out there, please. What about that blue-haired American? Well, you, you know what? Listen, Shikari uh, Shikari's an extremely talented. She is. She's an extremely talented sprinter. But one of the things that happened last year that is that she did more talking uh, right. off the track than she did on the track. And ultimately, uh, you know, we talk about individual sport. Tiger can talk a very good game if he's on the golf cart. But if he doesn't do it when he's on the golf course, then there's no need for that. Now, <laughs> no, Donovan, the, 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 I can talk a good game when I'm off the track. But if I go on the track and I'm running, you know, 11 seconds, then that's really not a good thing. So what Sh- Shakari is in a position. First of all, she, she, is, she has incredible acceleration out of the blocks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's going to be running indoors. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope that she does. Uh, but Shakari versus uh, Shelly Ann Fraser versus uh, Elaine Thompson. I mean, and, you know, they, um, certainly there's a couple others that are, that are waiting and, and hoping that they're going to meet one of those big three. Yeah, the U.S. has got some young studettes, if you want to call them that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, got some nice young runners coming up. Well, the, 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 here's what here's what happens. I mean, I, I think that I, I love America because of their commitment and patriotism to being the best and being number one. And I'm very certain that they don't like the fact. I mean, I I knew, I, I I had to face this personally, uh, being the number one sprinter in the world, and all the Americans going, we're gonna we're gonna throw everything at we're gonna get every athlete. In all of in all across, in all three hundred thirty million, you got the bullseye on your back. You got the massive bullseye <laughs> on your back, and you got and you got, you got the entire country going. Oh yeah, one of our guys is gonna crush that guy, right? And so and so they don't like the fact that the Jamaicans have been Jamaican women have been dominant. Now Usain crushed their spirits on the men's side, and they're definitely coming back. You you can see on the men's side that they're coming back in droves. There's so many great U.S. men sprinter right now. And I'm very certain that the women's side, they're thinking the same thing. They're like, oh, yeah, uh, Shikari, led by Shikari, we're going we're gonna to have, you know, we're going to have two, three, four, five. We're going to have about 
10 ladies, uh, you know, come, especially the world championships is in, is in the USA next year is in Oregon. So, so I'm saying that the USA is certainly going to have a team. They're going to have a team to get ready to punish the world. I can't wait. I can't wait, but I will ask you this question because if Bromel Baker, Coleman, Lyles line up for the men's four by one, is there anything oh. on the planet that can rival that? Yes. Yes. I'm saying to you, uh, as far as firepower, probably not, but I'm saying From to you- From what nation? We, we can look at the Italians, man. We certainly can look at the Italians. Uh, the, the Canadians also have, have an incredible chance. At the end of the day, every time you look at a relay, it's about, it's about one, if you win your leg and you're extremely efficient with the baton- then you should be able to get around the track. The unfortunate thing about the, the U.S., as much as you know, they might be very gifted and talented sometimes, they're not good with the baton, man. So, so unfortunately, yes. That uh, is the it, most frustrating thing. Back in your day, yes. not to interject, but I'm going to quickly, mm. when you were passing it, were you doing it overhand? Like I was always taught to slap it up like that and you just go, but these guys are looking behind them to get it. And that, that to me is the easiest thing to do is pass it. And you won't believe how many people mess that up. Well, well, we were overhand, but also it's a level okay. of comfort. The Italians pass it underhand. I'm saying to you that, um, well, the French team way back in the day that had the world record, they also pass it underhand. It's a level of comfort mm. when you're coming in the receiving zone and also the, you know, the, the, your, your teammate who is, who is accelerating out of the zone. If there's a level of comfort where you know that you can come up on someone they okay. can get an incredible target that that, that, that baton can be passed uh, efficiently then we're good man we're good we're good I mean I, I, like I, I said I, I still think the Canadian team has a great chance I mean I don't I, I hope that are you, you coming know, back you, that's oh, the only way the no. Canadian team's got a good chance that <laughs> you come back <laughs> no we, we've got we've got an extremely talented oh, team and, yeah. and Glenn, Glenn Roy is doing a good job but yep. you, we definitely need for some of these kids to step up. I mean, Andre is doing his thing. Yep. Aaron is doing his thing. And, and you know, we have several other athletes. Bismarck, you know, you got to step up. I mean, a lot of these kids, uh, and they're talented enough. We probably, on, on the Canadian squad right now, we probably have at least five, four to five guys uh, that can run sub 10. So I'm hoping that they see uh, the world championships in Oregon as their home game. And they can prepare themselves, uh, get on the circuit this year, uh, and then and then get ready. Uh, you know, in North America, listen, there'll be tons of Canadians that will go down to Oregon to, to Oregon to go watch go watch this. Uh, you know, the, the when I compete in Atlanta, that was as home game as I was possibly going to get <laughs> because we there was all of my friends. I mean, I had planes, trains, automobiles. My my boys travel from. Uh, at, a bus they travel from here there's probably a hundred guys hundred of my friends women and men that drove down flew down you know hitchhike whatever they to, they got to the game so i'm hoping that these kids this year uh, understand that 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 you know the border the canadian border is not very far from where the world championship is going to be they take it as a home game uh their 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 closest friends can actually attend uh, and uh, and and they can do their very best, man. I hope that the, the Canadian squad is is up there, you know, uh, challenging for gold. Speaking of Canadians, and I realize track and field is all about the one, the two, the four. Those are the disciplines that get the spotlight. But Damian Warner, oh. 
as a decathlete, yeah, getting the honor to be on Canada's Walk of Fame. You're on there from 2017. Right, right. I well, mean, what he did, to me, I'm not demeaning what you have done, but Let's not ten, talk about that. We're, ten, we're not in the same category. Ten, ten, ten different disciplines. Yeah. I got I to gotta tell you this. Um, so Damon Warner, Damon Warner got the, the, uh, the um, Walk of Fame Athlete of the Year. Mm-hmm. But I think that, uh, you know, we, it's, it's clear that, you know, Andre won the 200 meters. Uh, at the Olympics, and 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 that's the, the that that seems to be covered uh, greatly by the news. Sprinting the, for sure. Yeah, the greatest athlete in the world is a guy named Damien Warner, the greatest athlete in the world. The Olympic champion and Olympic record holder is a guy named Damien Warner. Now you know when when I was number one in history, number one in the world, and all that. Uh, you know, getting the Walk of Fame or getting any other accolades that's supposed to be bestowed upon you, it, that seems to be a challenge. Now, I spoke out about it from way back then, and I'm so happy. I mean, the, the sacrifices and the bullets that I've taken, I love the fact that people understand that this kid is the number one athlete in the world, and every single accolade that he deserves, he should get it now, not next year, not 10 years from now. I mean, he is the number one athlete in the world, and that's never been done. And I congratulate him. Uh, you know, also, good kid. Um, certainly that he's going to get ready for, for the world championships also. I think he's definitely probably competing Gotsis this year, which is, uh, you know, the, 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 um, the, marquee, um, the marquee event uh, for um, the athletes. But, yeah, I got to tell you, I mean, I love the kid. I think it's awesome. And, and uh, again, that's one of those guys that you definitely need to get out there and support him anytime you have a, I have a chance to. You're glowing. As soon as we talk track, there is this glow about you. You just I, I know you are a well-rounded athlete. You like all sports, basketball being number one. Right. But you just get a glow on. And you know what? It's just starting. Around the corner, the Beijing Games. It may not be summer. Right. I get it. It's winter Olympics. But still, we get a chance to talk about the elite athletes on the biggest stage in the world. Well, listen. I mean, the the the, the Winter Games is is on. Uh, I think that Canada has has, um, has put together an, again another incredible team. Um, I, you know, as a sprinter, certainly I, I look for, forward to speed skating. That's just what I do. If I was a winter athlete, I would have probably been a bobsledder or a speed skater. You know, so those are the events that I look forward to. I mean, and and uh, again, I'm encouraging all my fans to get out there, support Team Canada, and just support the Olympics overall. Clearly, I've got fans all over the world. So I'm saying to tune in, uh, take a look at, at you know some of these incredible events, and and we cheer on cheer on the cheer on the country, bring back some gold, man. I'm looking forward to it. We'll talk more about this coming up over the next few weeks. Well, hey, uh, we're gonna be listen. First of all. We're we're wrapping up we're wrapping up episode one of, of season uh, season two. Jason, it's been a pleasure uh, with you co-hosting this man. I look forward to several many great times. And uh, you know, for you out there, stay safe. Peace out. See you next week.